0: Hey guys, this is actually part two of the From Software discussion. Uh, part one should be the previous episode. Uh, so just make sure you listen to that first. Um, hope you guys enjoy. Bye. Okay. So,
1: Ruben, there's a great thing in Bloodborne where if you get hit and lose any life, there is like a maybe one to two second window where you can beat the crap out of somebody and get your health back up to a certain extent.
2: Morality system.
1: If you're good enough, you can get your whole health back. Um, and so it rewards you being aggressive, like it rewards offense. Whereas Dark Souls, there's nothing wrong with its defensive gameplay at all. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. I love Dark Souls games, but I much prefer the get in your face. Okay, I'm hit, but all right, I'm gonna go right back at you. Um let's see. There's actually a fun joke in Bloodborne, like if you go up these stairs um and you pick up an item on the ground it's a wooden like plank or something okay. and it says like old, hu- old hunters yeah old hunters used to use these but no one knows why because it's stupid basically
3: <laughs>
1: so it's basically a shot at if you use shields and dark souls you're dumb so uh, it, it was it was like a it was a fun jab at dark souls okay and so, so um oh i'm sorry ryan go ahead i just to bring up
2: a part of um, that reason why I think Bloodborne is where it, I I'm going to put it on the list. So I'll tell that in a little bit, but um, it is it was so well designed that because people have gotten by this point really good at the Dark Souls mechanical gameplay of that the shield and hit or rolling around magic whatever you're doing in that get the defensive style play. And if there's something Bloodborne did well, it kicked that. If you played like that, it kicked you in your fucking teeth, and it continually kicked you in your teeth till you realized, oh, I need to be in this fucking thing's face. I need to be running around it. I need to be just hacking it when it hacks me. Like this is not like how you said a dance. No, this is a fucking bloodbath. This is a beatdown. And I think the Father Gascoin fight is the Best get good fight in all of FromSoft. It makes you, because you can play the Cleric Beast like you can play a Dark Souls boss pretty well. He's not as, because he plays like a big Dark Souls boss, kinda. He's a bit faster, but you can still roll around him and pack at his back and do things. Fodder Gas Coin, if you try that, he's going to just eviscerate you every time with parry shots and shoot you in the chest. You're gonna to fall to your knees, and he's going to rip out your horn continually.
1: So like you start doing
2: it back. You start shooting at him and getting the parries off, and all of this. And it is the best, good, good fight. And Dark Souls, I mean, in some soft games.
1: Um. Oh my God. Yeah. So, like in Bloodborne, you have like your weapons, but you also have a gun, but it's not traditionally what a gun is used for in most video games like you could do a little damage if you shoot someone but it's mainly used so in dark souls you have your shield and if you hit counter at the right time it parries it it's kind of like what bloodborne is like if you shoot someone right as they're attacking you it'll stagger them and you can do a visceral attack where you basically just take your fucking hand and just jam it right into their chest um and (laughs) uh very painful it uh, bloodborne is painful Okay. It's very painful, um, and the thing that um, I, it just works for it. So well, it's just how different it is. Like it's the same, pretty much the same team, same developers, but yeah. it's just so completely different. Like it. When I look back on it, like obviously I have like my top ten of all time games, but Bloodborne always seems to be one of those things where. Like, oh my god, I forget about Bloodborne because like I already know it's fantastic and it's great and I preach about it all the time, but it really is one of the best games ever made. Like the game design, um, just like all the streets of like their um yarnum and just connecting to sewers, connecting to fucking Cthulhu like monasteries from the beyond. Um and I will say, I will say this: Bloodborne definitely has the best enemy variety of any game. Like the design on those creatures is horrific, outstanding. Like there's one part where like there's these giant crows in the game that try to uh, kill you, and they're awesome. And then there are these dogs, and like someone did like some fucking twisted up experiments and like swapped them, so they're they're like crows with the heads of dogs, and dogs oh, with God. the bodies of crows. Um it's course, fucked up.
2: they're everywhere in the game and you just kinda see them randomly and they just scream at you in big flocks. They don't do any damage. I don't know if any human has ever died to a crow.
1: <laughs> but um oh. little monsters fucking hate them. And um mm. the fashion in this game is outstanding. You can wear a top hat, Ruben, a top hat and a gentleman's attire. Or you could wear a pink dress if you want to, because fuck it, I want to slay monsters in my pink dress. Um, I do enjoy my Lolita fashion
2: pink dress,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and it's just—it's actually terrifying in some parts. Like there are no parts in Dark Souls that are spooky; they may be eerie. Yeah, there are moments in Bloodborne where I'm like, oh my god, uh, I I don't want to walk in there. No, thank you. Um, That's because also I think. One thing we haven't talked about, and I think we were gonna, if we're gonna bring this up later, I think um, what also works for Bloodborne, it's not as RPG heavy as Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls is very like hardcore action RPG, like the builds you want to have and everything. Bloodborne, it kinda has that, but not to such a crazy extent. Also, the yeah. trophy systems in Dark Souls sucks. I will say that. you're trying to platinum Dark Souls. If you try to platinum Dark Souls on PlayStation, it's bad because you have to like do it so many times. You have to collect all the rings, collect all the spells, collect all the hexes, collect everything. And it's so bad. Like you have to replay it multiple times, which you would want to because it's fantastic. But Bloodborne oh, like is just sh- okay.
2: hmm? I'm gonna put this out there now. Here is my take for that. If you'd have if you don't play your Dark Souls games more at least three times for all the endings, are you really playing them? You gotta get all the endings.
0: Three times.
1: Well, did you? I didn't play Nero Tomata, but I, you have to play that fucking game like 26 times. To Some get to of those games, okay. you only need to play for like 10
0: minutes. Okay. Okay. Don't shit on Nero Tomata. It's like a, th- th- I would say at least two hours. The, the whole, not, not, the, not the whole game, but one playthrough through that game is like at least two hours.
1: Like each playthrough through the game is two hours.
0: I would say at least two hours. I'm on like my third playthrough, and I've beaten the second.
1: But ser- like, no, seriously, I haven't played that game through. Like, it literally is two hours to beat the game.
0: Well, I first mean, I guess.
1: Kind yeah. wrong.
0: I, I would say like, about two hours to play th- th- the first playthrough because they're different playthroughs. Mm-hmm. But we think it's, like it's
3: still the time we reach for it
0: Yeah. Let's see.
1: But uh, length. But I just like talking in general. Just of like, if you if you are a trophy hunter, Bloodborne is much more kind of forgiving, rather than like trying to find every single ring in the game, like yeah. in Dark Souls. That that is because like some rings you can only do on like New Game Plus, and um, which I think uh, how From Software handles New Game Plus is great. You just keep adding on and adding on and adding on and keeping all of your uh, equipment over. Really, really dig it. Um, But um, what was else was I going to talk about with Bloodborne? I got I got a lot to say on it. If you want to pass it over, yeah, you can just pass it over. While I think,
2: all right, um, Bloodborne is it has some of the coolest weapons in any video game ever. the The idea of the the switch mechanic or the the um oh god what's it called the um trans- transformation transformation because every weapon in that game transforms, so like it starts out as like a saw that is like you hold in your hand and then it whips out and it gets longer. There's a cane that turns into a whip. There's a big wheel that is my main weapon. I run the wheel. It's a giant wheel. It opens up into a bigger wheel. You bash people with it it's an evil it's a wheel with evil energy. It's fantastic.
1: And oh, there's also one weapon where uh Ruben like you put like a giant piece of stone on your back and then you have like a oh, normal sword and then you like stick the sword Kirkhammer. you stick the sword into the rock and it becomes like a giant hammer for you can use. Okay. Um it's great. The fucking Kirkhammer.
2: hammer. Um the weapons are fantastic. The way that game flows is fantastic. My, I'm going to bring up now a problem I have with that game. It has the weakest bosses of any FromSoft game. It has some of the best. It has arguably two of the best boss fights. But there's that middle area that's just shit. The witches Thanks. to Shadows of Yornum to Rom to the, uh, the One Reborn those fights all fucking suck.
1: Dare you, Mr. Smith. Oh, how dare what have I done you?
2: What have I done?
1: The Shadows of Yarnum are a fantastic boss fight because there are three of them, Ruben. You have to fight three people at one time.
0: That's insanity.
1: It is very much insanity. They all each do different things. Ryan, how many times did it take you to fight the shadows of Yarnum? How many times does it take you to beat them?
2: Probably like four or five.
1: Okay. So yeah. he lost so many more times so that's why he's probably angry with it. <laughs> I mean I think to it's be a fair. Boss fight. How is it a poorly designed boss fight? I think that
2: there are just places in that fight where one it's, it's not it's an easy fight to gank. I'm not going to lie, it's an easy fight to it's not you either that fight is either you're going to body them or they're going to body you. There's no middle ground of like it's ever close in that fight. That fight is it doesn't, and then that they come back as MP, not NPCs later. They come back as like normal bosses. There's just a lot with that fight I don't like. I don't like the area. I don't like the arena. Somebody's getting like big... bodied in a
1: Souls game, so it doesn't matter who. Somebody gets oh. bodied.
2: But then I just think that there, that there's the opening fights in that game are fantastic. From the cleric beast to gas coin to Bloodstolved or Vakar Amelia, which is the best fight in all of FromSoft. Those fights are fucking fantastic. To then go to the weird slow pace of the Witch, Shadows, and Rom is such a hard turn of events.
1: I agree with you that the witches um, were not great. Like, I, are atmospherically, they were awesome. Like, yes. you're going to this weird fucking Resident Evil Four-looking village, and like the witches are pretty much like controlling everybody. Atmospherically, it's great. I love that if you're just in that game, you can just see her. (laughs)
2: Like her magic doesn't work. (laughs) Yep.
1: Um, But I will agree. See, I am civil, Mr. Smith. I will. So am I. Um, (laughs) So. um, Hold on. So there is one spot in specific with Bloodborne that I really love. Um, It's called Cairnhurst Castle, Ruben. And if you don't do, like, certain things correctly, you don't get to go there. So when you start in Bloodborne, you start in, like, this medical clinic. Mm -hmm. uh, And then you go out and you do everything. But if you, like, go back to the medical clinic, there's, like, an invitation for you to go to Cairnhurst Castle. They're, like, bringing you there. And when you go to the spot, like, this weird ghost carriage comes to get you. And it takes you to, like, this freaking dracula looking castle because there are vampires and it's of great course there is. like you got to fight werewolves and shit and then like bloodborne is like hey you know what we got all these cthulhu monsters werewolves fucking zombie looking things here's vampires because why not why the hell not and like we you go on the castle in- and you can hear
2: you go in the castle lore. and you hear
1: like the dead ghost like screaming and hollering and everything oh it it gets it gets wild um, then you find out that like one of your NPC friends was descended from Karenhurst Castle, and she's been helping you this whole time because she hated the way things were done there and everything. And then, um, then your buddy that you try to help into Karenhurst Castle decides to kill the queen because he's a fucking uh, racist piece of shit. Um, yeah. Um, it's so crazy game. like, there's so. Yeah, there's so many things in Bloodborne that are just are cra- like. So, I ha- so. do you like spooky stuff, Ruben? No, I hate them.
3: Mm. <laughs> <passion>. <laughs> okay.
1: So, if you don't like spooky stuff, like Bloodborne's going to be a hard sell because I know my friend who doesn't like spooky stuff. There's one particular part where you're walking through the old ruins of Yarnum and then all of a sudden a werewolf just pops out of a door nope. out of nowhere. Nope. <laughs> the- I
2: fucking hate that thing. Nope. That lichen drop from I- the fucking.
1: Yeah. Um, it, but if it helps it, it's kind of like a Dead Space thing where like Dead Space 1 is one of the scariest games ever. Never played but, it. but you can beat the shit out of things that scare you. It's like, that thing just scared you? I'm about to curb stomp its face. And that's why it's so great. And that's what horror games have really strayed away from. Like, horror games now, it's pretty much like you got a super scary thing. Oh, you can only run and hide. If you give me a shotgun... Scare the shit out of me, all you want, but at least I'll be able to like shoot that thing in the face.
0: Yeah, no, I'm all about running.
3: Something that
2: I i really hate doing—is I was really agreeing with you, and I have to 100% agree with you that horror games have—I hate the direction they've gone with. We're going to now be hiding, no guns, no weapons, no, no, no. Of
0: course not. Why would they give you weapons?
2: Why? Uh, I want to shoot monsters with guns when protect ammo and have to be scared and all that but that's
0: I not the be point be of the game scared. the point of the game is to keep you keep you scared
1: and like dead space dude. one does it perfectly it yeah. is so fucking scary but you can defend yourself and like if something jumps out like you have the option to take care of it rather than just oh that thing's coming at you hide you can't do anything about it like a outlast. mining dude I have a plasma gun. Time to shoot at this thing and hope I hit
2: its arms off, or it's going to skinless beast monster with pikes for arms. Are going to start
1: killing me? Ah, uh, but anyway, black to black to bloodborn.
0: <laughs> black to bloodborn.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> um, <laughs> I'm like fucking hell. Goddamn. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> back
0: to bloodborn. How about that one?
1: Yeah, that that works. Back to okay. blood. try to say that three times, fa- five times fast. Okay. Back
0: to blood burn. Back to blood burn. Ooh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, like it's back to blood burn, Back to blood, burn, back to blood, burn, back to blood burn.
0: Let's go. <laughs> You're just crazy, Ryan. Anyway, tongue
1: is. tongue twister. So, yeah. um, oh my god, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> back to Bloodborne. Uh, and then we, and then we haven't even gotten to like the cosmic horror shit.
2: We, like, we, we, we've we've we, talked you,
1: for Victoria and if You have not gone to Cthulhu. Like, the game starts off as this whole crazy monster thing, and all of a sudden, I'm nowhere, it's just, hey, there are great ones in the sky that want to come down and take your bodies and bring on the new age of enlightenment or something. They're and very then, interesting. You can keep going. I'll take over after this. Like, so. it, it, like, the game progresses in a sense where, um, like the more you go on the crazier things get and like in the terms of the narrative like you're getting crazier like there is a t- there's a currency in the game called insight and like mm-hmm. the no, more not- insight you get the more you can look into like the other realm okay so like you're starting to see all this shit because you have more insight into it and so like and- as you progress you get more insight and then you're starting to see all the crazy shit going on really One of the best things in that whole game is... So inside,
2: uh, are you getting crazier or are you getting smarter? Because you're realizing what is actually happening the night of the hunt. Mm -hmm. That's the question for you. But one of the best things in it is, in the early games, there's a place where you can go get a top hat after it's like the third bonfire you go to. And if you fuck up rolling away after getting the top hat, a big cosmic portal grabs you that you have no idea because you can't see anything because you have no insight at this point grabs you and kills you and you don't know why later down the line in the game if you go back to that area and once you have a lot of insight if you look over to where it was you see a giant monster just chilling on the wall and you're like oh that's what killed me that big thing and And then that takes you to the dlc yeah, and I think that's just a genius um, way of doing gaming. I think that's a genius game mechanic. Of That, oh, what did that earlier? Oh, I'm intelligent now. Oh, God, everything around me is a giant monster.
1: I think the good thing about, well, I think one of the best things about Bloodborne is it's the perfect starting point. Because Dark Souls very much is way different than what anyone else is used to. Bloodborne is very much like action-heavy oriented, like we are with most action games. Like we're used to action games, we're used to being aggressive. Like in Dark Souls, you had to like stop that. You really can't be aggressive. Whereas Bloodborne, hey, go ape shit, man. Um, yeah. And so I think it's it was the perfect, really starting point because it technically was my starting point. Even though like I tried Dark Souls a little bit, it just didn't click. And then I played Bloodborne. I'm like, oh man, this is it. I can see myself liking these. So. I would suggest, Ruben, if your first From game be Bloodborne, because it's it's the great it's a great thing to like start with. You're mm-hmm. used to like crazy action, and then you got get to start and see what like how crazy From software games can be, and then you take that into all right. Let me try Dark Souls. Okay, I get what a From game is supposed to feel like. I get like. Um, I need to explore. I need to grind and level up to be ready. And, yeah. um I think I think you'll dig it. So that's that's my big thing is it's a perfect starting point for people for From Games.
0: Okay. I'll give
3: it
1: a shot. Yes. Please do. Oh, look
2: at this right now! It will be out on PS5 PlayStation Plus Collection. Perfect time to
1: play it. Oh.
0: <laughs> Perfect time to play.
1: I heard a rumor that they were going to make it 60 frames a second, and I was like, nope, that, that that's definitely not going to happen. No. I would love Bloodborne at 60 frames a second. Oh, my God.
2: I, I say give it four to five years. We're going to see the remaster of that game like we did with Dark Souls, and it will be on PC, uncapped framed. <laughs> Let it be. But um, I think wait. I want to go into some of the things that I dislike about Bloodborne compared to other FromSoft games. I think we, if I praise it, when we do the ranking, it's going to be extremely high from both of us. I may think it's a little lower than he does. He may think it's a little higher than I do. But at the end of the day, we—I think this is the masterclass. And at the moment, I want to move it above Dark Souls One, where we're at on the list. But my problem with it is, I am the hardcore guy. I am the RPG nut who wants to minar meticulously build this character. And there are so many wild and crazy builds you can do in the Dark Souls games. There's about six builds you can do in Bloodborne. Cool, don't get me wrong. They're all really cool. But they're all there's six of them. There's not big changes you can do unless you want to do really, really wild shit. Or you're speedrun and you want to do like that route. But um, I think that's a big problem for it, but that's just me being an RPG guy and preferring the RPG style compared to this more... This stat does exactly what this stat's going to say. It does not... There's no guessing here. You raise blood tinge so you can use... The weapon says you need this level of blood tinge to use this thing. You use arcane, which... If you haven't done an arcane playthrough, do an arcane playthrough, because it's so much fun. But I think that's one of my problems with Bloodborne, as it is, is just I think as again it's a great beginner's place. But going in not as a beginner to these style of games, I'm like, okay, I get this. I think it's fantastic though. Otherwise, it is the best world, from soft ever created. Mm-hmm. Like I love some spots in Dark Souls. I think some of them are the most beautiful and amazing places in gaming. There's not a better connected universe of, uh, not universe, but a connected map in the connected world than Bloodborne. The way that map feels, and from areas you go to are perfectly placed out. And then the the switch in the middle of the game from gothic horror to cosmic horror is insane. That it is just, you eyes open, you slay a giant beast, and then shit goes whack because you slayed, and you're like, oh, fuck. Um, Things are going to go from bad to worse now. We're not just uh, people turning into beasts. Now there's giant tentacle monsters and shit. Fantastic. And I think another thing we need to give it credit for, it has one of the best DLCs of all time. The Old Hunters DLC is arguably the best DLC expansion pack of all time. With... Oh, God, probably my second favorite FromSoft fight of all time. And the hardest FromSoft fight of all time in one package.
1: Well, I Lady mean, China Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep is the best DLC ever made, but I won't <laughs> hold that against you.
2: Lady Maria of the Astral Clock Tower is one of the best fights in all of gaming. The music
1: hits just perfectly in that fight. The
2: arena, the room, the walk-in, all of it is
1: fantastic. I'm going to interrupt you right there, Ryan. Rubin. you look like you're just so fascinated with what's going on right now. You guys
0: <laughs> have already lost me. <laughs> but I, I, we'll I'm, try- I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention.
1: I, I know. It was just funny to look over. It just looks like you're like, oh my God, these nerds.
0: <laughs> no, I like it when people are like passionate about <laughs> something.
2: Fucking okay, nerd. Why did I give them this? <laughs> Listen,
0: you wanted it. Yeah, I have it here. Okay.
2: <laughs> and then Lady Maria's perfect. And then you go on to cause, or some say, cause hmm And, god oh, damn, that's the hardest fight in FromSoft games. That fight fucking kicks your teeth in repetitively. No matter how good you are at Bloodborne, that fight is fucking crazy. Like... I was having no problems with it. Maybe one or two deaths with the rest of that bosses. Like, I know a lot of had problems with um, fucking Ludwig. But I was having an okay and ending. I'm like, I had a problem with Maria. Got my teeth kicked in a few times. So I got her pound on. Fucking this baby of a god comes out, wheeling around his placenta, just trying to beat the shit out of you. It beats you and, with placenta, Ruben. It yeah. You
1: with uh, placenta. That sounds
0: disgusting. <laughs>
2: Oh, he is he's gross, he is disgusting, <laughs> but then he, then you think you're starting to get it, you've died a few times, then he sprouts wings and starts flapping about and starts whacking on you even faster,
1: placenta wings, Ruben.
0: still gross
2: <laughs> then it's just he just he he has patterns that are so hard to predict. he is so hard to. Master. He's one of the hardest boss fights in the entirety of Fromsoft to Master. And it's a series based on hard boss fights. I definitely need to give credit where credit is due. That is one of the best fights in all of FromSoft. I'll pass it back over to you for some final thoughts and reasons why you love Bloodborne.
1: I mean, I think I've I've pretty much said all that like it's just It's their best game. Like it really
3: is just oh. There's no I think, uh, I think segue to
2: where I want to go with this. Okay. The all actual right, so, true hold up. Hold, hold
1: on. on. Alright, let's do the ranking now. So right now we have we have I think we both agree. Dark Souls uh Bloodborne is number one right now.
2: Dark Souls, one, Dark Souls,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Souls two. Dark Souls two. Okay. okay. And we continually just push that
1: down.
2: <laughs> There's a few pops.
1: Do you have um, any more questions about Bloodborne, Ruben, before we go into Dark Souls thoughts? 3?
0: No, I think I got it with the placenta guy and the wings. Like that
1: that's it. a good reference. like what 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 is Bloodborne? someone beat you with placenta? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: okay. You understand
2: okay. it. All right. So if you don't mind me taking the uh, reins for the opener for this one. Or... Go right ahead. You have the floor. Dark Souls three is the pinnacle of FromSoft games because it took everything that was great about their history with Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2, and Bloodborne into account made what I consider a perfect homage to what FromSoft built with the Soulsborne game series. It sped up the combat just enough so it was a bit more interesting and a bit less shield and push and shield with um parry and shield and hide behind that with more eye frames here and there, rolling is much more important, all this kind of thing. You could dodge around and weave
1: and be a lot more about being in something's face. Hey, Ruben, all the bosses. Yeah. Where'd you think they learned that from? Bloodborne. Oh they
2: did, yeah. but they mastered it with Dark Souls three.
0: So wait, wait, wait! Uh, you confused me there for a second because you just finished saying Bloodborne is their greatest game of all time, and then proceeded to say Dark Souls Three is the pinnacle of FromSoftware. Uh,
2: he, thinks, Eric, thinks Dark Souls is uh, Bloodborne is the perfect FromSoft game.
0: I think. No, Dark you Souls just 3. said that.
2: I said it's I a masterpiece. That, you heard that? You heard that
0: too? <laughs> I heard that too. <laughs> You said it's a Masterpiece. Just lock what is it a, up. M- we're done. We're, What's the difference between Pinnacle and Masterpiece?
2: About a 2.5% rating on my scale.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But Continue. Sorry I to cut you
2: off. I think there are many Masterpieces in gaming.
3: There's
2: only a few Pinnacle game. That doesn't make any sense. It's fine. We're Give going the to win, win right now. It Raven. should be the opposite. And we're flipping it. Flip it around on me. That's fine. Okay. All right.
1: There's no pinnacle score on the IGN scale.
2: Only masterpiece. <laughs> That's not until I get there. We get all 11 out of 10s.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. that everyone would expect you to go back like, you need to give Ocarina of Time an 11 out of 10, Ocarina. or I will unsubscribe. <laughs>
0: Ocarina of Time is the only masterpiece.
1: The Ocarina <laughs> of Time has not aged well at all. okay well you give it it a good
0: hd remastered and it it plays like
1: poo just like mario 64 Mm. hey that's you called me the bane of your existence on this show and so i have to i have (sighs) to live with that like mario 64 i'm playing it right now it it, like it's one of those where like i respect everything it did like what you should
0: have done is play it on the n64
1: well, I didn't have a fucking Nintendo 64, Ruben. Well,
0: I, you could have told me I would have been I able was playing, to ship you at one.
1: Uh, I mean, I didn't play Metal Gear at a young age, but I was playing hit classics like Final <laughs> Fantasy.
0: He okay. was playing Metal right, Gear. Right. I'll, I'll respect that. i respect that.
1: Have uh, y'all been seeing like back- the hot takes of the day on Twitter with everyone posting like the post your reaction, like what would this be? Also, mint chocolate chip is the worst ice cream flavor. I, yes, I, I meant off is. on you. Yes, Honestly. Ruben, you agree. <laughs> yes, <is>.
0: No, mint <laughs> should not be I do agree. Mint should not be in any tro- in any ice cream.
1: Right, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god, it's mint so and fucking chocolate.
0: good. No, it's it wants not. Mint.
1: Like I want a. Yeah. I don't want a fucking savory ice cream. No,
2: and I don't want mint <laughs> and chocolate either. You
1: know my favorite uh,
0: ice cream What is it pistachio. called?
1: Pistachio. I love a good pistachio ice cream. Give me just give me the win right now, Ruben. Please. Oh my god, we cannot have there are I'm children who are probably listening sorry. to you. They just yeah. heard that.
0: Well, Ryan, I've lost <laughs> respect for you after you just said that.
2: I've been here when you've needed someone
1: most. I'm sorry. <laughs> respect for me.
0: Right, what's your you... favorite
1: what's your favorite flavor of ice cream, Ruben? Uh I gotta go with the classic chocolate. Uh, just classic chocolate? Classic well, chocolate. I so. What kind of ice cream do they have up in New York? Like what brand brand wise? Or is it uh, like Sal's th- ice cream from no, down at the harbor? No, 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 up no from no. Boston. I don't know why I went to Boston. <laughs> I
0: was gonna say, <laughs> why at the harbor? Why are you getting the ice cream Harvard. at the harbor? Um, the hop- no, we have like the regular ice cream. We got um, is crap. it the one with the bunny? Ben and Jerry's.
1: Ben and Jerry's, yeah, the we best got, Ben and Jerry's flavor. I love Americone Dream.
0: I'm gonna have to try that.
1: It's so I'm good. It's so it's Stephen Colbert's ice cream flavor. He made it's vanilla. Ah, uh, yes. Cream. I know. So you're good. so yeah. good. I, I, I bad, it. To five.
0: I've had. Um, we also have like Haagen Dazs and uh, Friendly's. Friendly's ice cream blue is probably bell, like the best
3: here
1: name. in the South.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bluebell. Ah, oh, I love their cookie dough ice cream. Yeah, I was, I was uh,
3: blue bell, really. So.
1: Huh. Oh yeah.
2: Except that okay. except like two years ago when I gave a bunch of people salmonella. That was bad.
0: <laughs> you guys are still gonna root for bluebell.
1: Bit, yeah, we're still gonna root for bluebell. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. you know how many times I've eaten at a
1: Chipotle? <laughs> the thickness, the bluebell, the ice cream thickness is perfect. It's not That's like I will really say Brayers fucking sucks.
0: Oh, Blayers. absolutely. Breyers Blayers does stuff. suck
1: ass. Like You know, the worst thing they did is when people try to do like, hey, our fucking ice cream tastes like Reese's. Get this shit out of my mouth. This doesn't no. taste like Reese's. The only thing that tastes like Reese's is Reese's.
0: Yeah. All right, so we're going to rank ice cream companies for right here, right now. Um, <laughs> friendly's is definitely at the top. Blue Bell is, is not touching that. Friendly's? 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 You've never had ice cream? Uh, Friendly's I, 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 ice cream?
1: I'm from podunk down here in the south. I don't know while this fancy man- I just assume yeah, friendlies
2: is everywhere. I don't fucking a- know. Walking around with a top hat in downtown New York, munching on his friendlies. No, had- it's actually not even in the city. I
0: just
1: had calamari just delivered to me by this person.
0: <laughs> I wish I could get calamari delivered to me.
1: Let me just put on this ox coat that I just got down from the store. Let me look oh, down on you, heathens. <laughs> Eric, yes, where I, are you again? I'm Baton Rouge, but I'm from the Sticks. So like in Louisiana, house, yes. when you look at Louisiana, like if you know that it's a boot, mm-hmm. I am from the toe of the boot. That's where I'm from. That just how many alligators
2: are in your house?
1: How many alligators right now? <laughs> Quiet, Bessie. I mean, I don't have any alligators <laughs> in my house right now, if that's what you're saying. <laughs> if you buy There's that, literally a get.
0: friendlies in Baton Rouge.
1: Okay, all right. So, is this like an ice cream chain, or is this something? It's you like buy
0: an ice. It's an ice cream chain, an ice cream parlor. Yeah. Okay, Wait, we're, we're not bringing up rollers and chains.
1: So, thank you, everyone, for listening to our from software ice cream flavors. Yeah. I mean, uh,
3: <laughs> this I'm sorry, is we just needed to this. do this.
1: Listen to this show, not for what we have to talk about video games. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, sorry.
0: No, the ice cream is We bring them in. You look it up.
1: I'll find uh, it. Yeah, you will find it.
0: Okay, so back to the topic. Dark Souls 3. Oh my god, all right. Sorry.
1: That apparently is the pinnacle, but it's not as good as the masterpiece. it's just it's
2: Dark Souls 3 is my all-time
1: favorite from soft game because it envelops the history of what a
2: From Soft game is. It is from the callback to Dark Souls 1 to the taking bits of the gameplay that are so good in Bloodborne and adding them to Dark Souls for faster combat, the bosses are much faster and violent and in your face. All fits perfectly. To take what the beauty was of Bloodborne, but add the history and pedigree of Dark Souls to that, for the world building and that, is why I think it's the best. I also think it has the best bosses of any FromSoft game, of you just collectively take them all.
1: You just said, like, Bloodborne had some of that, the best
2: some his, of the best bosses, his info also,
0: isn't adding up.
2: Oh, but I also said it had some of the worst bosses in all of FromSoft. I don't think there's a bad boss in Dark Souls 3.
1: Oh, hold on. Give me one second. I can't remember every single one of them, but I will pull this up right now, sir.
2: There's nothing as bad as the Witches or the kappa Uh
1: Let's see. Pinwheel. Uh, sorry, I'd like to... was not great. Um you know the deep was better than the Celestial emissary. Celestial emissary was had like six jobs. Okay, I don't want to hear it. They, they <laughs> were trying to put their kids through school, so you can. you so dress-
3: don't want to talk about the actual. World. <laughs> uh,
1: I will. I will admit to you that there are a lot of fantastic bosses in Dark Souls Three. There are. Uh, you Know what, pound for pound, I will give you that. I Thank will you. give you that. Thank you. I think the design of the bosses in Bloodborne is better, but if we're looking at overall everything, like I, there wasn't really a bad Dark Souls 3 boss fight for me. I, I will concede that.
2: And then I want to bring up something that we talked earlier,
1: and that was
2: Notorious of the Abyss, mm-hmm. where it the moment with Dark Souls 3, Super was like, I'm like, this is the best From game, is with the boss fight the Abyss Watchers, which are three Lord Artoriuses fighting each other in eternity and locked in eternal combat forever because of the abyss taking over them. And they're just been clashing with each other for years now. And you walk in this room and you recognize if you play if you come from the souls uh born games you recognize oh that's lord they're fighting like lord artorius they fight in his same style mm-hmm. and it's an epic boss fight where they're not just they're fighting themselves but then some of them will fight you and the more health that it goes down more of them will appear throughout the fight to either help you but if you're in the way of their sword swing and they don't care not going to act one of them's actively trying to kill you Ones are actively trying to kill that one and the other ones around you, but if you get killed by them too, it happens. It's just this beautiful medley of the history of Dark Souls hitting the table, and when you finally slay, it's the first of the... So the whole point of this game is slaying these kings to light the flame, because that's kind of the whole point of Dark Souls. There's usually a flame to be lit. <laughs> Something needs to be caught on fire.
1: See how convoluted oh. this plot is, Ruben? I mean, yeah. it's Oh, do you want to talk about
2: Ebrietas and blood and the two churches in the, in the college? Do you want to get into that? <laughs>
1: um, I, 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 I. It's one of those things where, like, I agree with you. Dark Souls three is fucking fantastic. It's one of those things where, like, Bloodborne's a ten for me. Sekiro is like a nine seven five, and Dark Souls three is like a nine seven. Like they're so close oh. to one another. Um, put, uh, I put Sekiro above Dark Souls 3, yeah.
2: Oh, we're gonna, we have even bigger arguments to have. Oh, lordy. Uh, Ruben's Seven like, Sekiro. oh, fuck. <laughs>
0: I just I said this Sekiro. doesn't sound good.
2: That was below, uh, next to Dark Souls 2. I fucking hated Sekiro. All
1: right, then. Alright, so anyway, uh, Dark Souls 3, it did take a lot of the problems of Dark Souls 1 and 2, of the slow, methodical gameplay, and it did kind of crank it up a little bit, but it wasn't to the extent of Bloodborne. It was to the extent of Dark Souls. Um, (laughs) My problem with Dark Souls 3 is that there is so much going on. Like, there's a lot. There, in the sense of, like, upgrading everything, in the sense of NPCs happening all the time, where like in Dark Souls 1 and Bloodborne, like NPCs, uh, if you're just looking around, you can pretty much find them. Uh, if you're just exploring where Dark Souls 3, it's like you got all these freaking NPC quest lines where you have to go here, then you have to go here, then you have to go here. And then, you know, Dark from games, don't hold your hand. So you have to figure out all this shit on your own. And so just like dragging me all over the map for some reason just did not sit well with me. Um the DLC in the game was fine. Um, I thought the DLC was fine. Um, I just, I think that Dark Souls 3 had to owe it to other games to be great. And it wasn't just great on its own. Like, I feel as though if Bloodborne didn't come out before Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 3 wouldn't be as great as you think it is. Because, uh, they had to take good stuff from Bloodborne to make it happen.
2: Oh, I, I agree, but we're talking about—it's not that they're stealing from another studio, though. They're stealing from themselves, and I don't consider that stealing. I consider that oh, now. Well, I mean, you, look,
1: they, had to borrow, they had to borrow stuff from Bloodborne to make it as good as it was.
2: They did, but Bloodborne had to borrow its entire idea from Dark Souls for its way of what it is—the horror I mean, yeah, RPG it, action. Are game. the idea. Of
1: what it is everything else differently. Like, it, it had, like, the design of, like, okay, this is how it works, like, with all these twisting corridors and everything connected to one another with all these boss battles, but it was, like, its own thing. Like, the gameplay is way different.
2: Gameplay is very different, but it's also still parrying and running around visuals, all that. It's still an RPG, and it still has the thing that I think where, if you wanted to argue this with Sekiro, I would have completely allowed this argument and given you that. But for Bloodborne, it still has a chart that has endurance, vigor, health, and then whatever skill you want to level, which is still Dark Souls. Sekiro doesn't have any of that shit.
1: Because Sekiro wasn't made as a Dark Souls game. Sekiro was a straight-up just action game.
2: Oh, yeah. No, it's straight-up an action game. I mean, it's still built in, like, the feels soulsy, And if you play Souls games, you're either going to love it or hate it. There's no real in-between for that one. Mm -hmm. But um, Dark Souls to me, what you're saying is what it's greatest problem is what I also say is it's greatest strength, which I find very fun and interesting is that Mm -hmm. I think of it as looking back and taking things but also it's the history of FromSoft. It is everything FromSoft was working up to to that point, all on the table everything was taken from everything was used and it made my favorite game and I also think it's the most emotional of them especially if you come from playing Dark
1: Souls 1. At, when, a you lot of Orlando, when you go to n Orlando again yeah. in Dark Souls 3, that was a great moment. Because I remember like yeah, the it, moments of like, oh, I remember when I was in Dark Souls 1 for this, but you see this, Ruben? He's banking on nostalgia.
0: Of course.
2: I've, I have always, if this is something Ryan Smith does on the penultimate podcast, it is bank on nostalgia, because I fucking love nostalgia. Nostalgia <laughs> is a great a
0: feeling. feeling.
2: Hey, that, Wars? I remember the fight, the final fight and him changing forms to play like the other final fights in those series of games is amazing.
1: I with you that Dark Souls 3 isn't a masterpiece. Oh, I'm no. Just but I'm just saying.
0: I think you're arguing with yourself.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. To me, it is their best game, to you, it's their third best game.
1: Mm-hmm. So, but still, like I am, the, better than pretty much everything else out there.
2: So, because I don't know how much we've been going for a very
1: long time. Now. I don't know how much time you want to spend on Sekiro. We don't have to spend that much time on Sekiro. I just want to talk about Sekiro and how great I mean,
2: it is. I, I'm going to make a uh, a how little many more deal games. Do we have one more? Just one. Sekiro. Okay. I'm gonna make a little deal with you here. I'll let us put for the penalty podcast ultimate list. Bloodborne is number one. If we put Dark Souls 3, is number two.
0: I like how he's bargaining now. He
1: has to bargain. He has to
0: bargain
2: for this.
1: That's how confident he is.
2: I know I'm not going to be able to change your mind.
1: I know you won't be able able to change my mind, and that's
2: fine. You love Bloodborne as much as I love Dark Souls 3. Like when you were talking about it and how passionate you were about that, that's how passionate I am about this game. So I know there's no trading it there. I do believe it's a good game same.
0: Let's look at Metacritic scores. How about that? Let's see if that'll help.
3: Okay. They're all going to be really high Metacritic scores. Oh yeah,
0: I figured. Dark Souls three.
1: Dark Souls three right now. PC eighty nine, PS four eighty nine. We're talking about PS four.
0: We're talking about PS four. Okay. Eighty nine. I got here Bloodborne at a Metacritic score of 92. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ryan, but I'm going to have to put Bloodborne in number one.
1: Because if, if you look at it this way, like, he, I wasn't going to back do. down on Bloodborne.
3: Okay, he wasn't I'm, gonna, I'm just
1: but, He wasn't going to back down on Dark Souls. So this is why we have you as yeah. our moderator. We were both passionate about this game. You had to make the final call. Uh,
0: and now, I feel like I do... Metacritic scores... Uh, is a good idea to use instead of me just I picking. Me in my
1: mouth. go below it then.
0: I mean, let's talk about Secro.
1: So I I will say this I I know for the last few weeks like I've been joking around wanting to destroy you with this but like it it was fun like obviously you were very passionate about Dark Souls three and again I love Dark Souls three that game is fucking fantastic but it's just one of those where like Bloodborne just does a little bit more for me personally. Mm-hmm. so um uh yeah
2: all right okay. I know you and me have been jostling each other back and forth in the group chat but at the end of the day we love these games and we
1: love the style of play these games bring
2: mm-hmm. uh, and as long as neither of us said dark souls 2 i think we would have been okay with ourselves
1: i will say this the i do have a problem with bloodborne what is your
2: one problem? When problem? you
1: played the game at the if you played it at launch, the loading times were fucking terrible.
2: <laughs> the 30 second death screens,
1: they were awful.
2: <laughs> so it's just the black screen making you look at your face with your self-hatred. In ah, it.
1: the true monster. <laughs> Me and um, my crappy hands. Uh so yeah, so because I know that while Bloodborne had like loading screen problems, I know that Dark Souls Three had some performance issues for me, so it did. So, um,
2: those have been both. Both those
1: games have patched out any
2: problems they had performance-wise.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt. All right, so here's what everything I want to say on Sekiro. Um, I love Sekiro. It was also one of those where, like, I started it and then realized how much I loved it, and then I hit a wall and I stopped playing it. Um, but what was the wall? Ah, uh, it was.
3: It was actually pretty
1: early in the game. I will admit that. It was really very early in the game because it's so different. Like, this is not Bloodborne. This is not Dark Souls. This is not an RPG in any way, shape, or form. This is a fucking action game. And this game is not about, you know, getting their health down low, which you could. This game is about, like, posture and stances and making sure you have the right... Uh, set of tools for the job Um, it so everyone like shit what am I trying to say here Um, I think they said like once they were done with Bloodborne they weren't going to do another Bloodborne game and once they were done with Dark Souls they weren't going to do another Dark Souls game so they wanted to do like their own thing make their own IP um, again I guess so they made Sekiro and I remember when it was announced, everyone thought it was going to be a Bloodborne sequel. I, I think it was what the 2017 Game Awards when they showed. Uh, yeah, that- but, well, it looked, it, looked like
2: it. it looked like Bloodborne, like a big bone yeah, it, with like a metal thing in it and a tube full of like liquids and shit. It looked yeah,
1: like Bloodborne. And everyone, everyone didn't know what it was. And then I remember when the first trailer came out, I was like, oh, this looks so freaking cool! Like feudal Japan. Was it feudal Japan? I, yeah, I so. was I didn't know if it was feudal or not. It's yeah. it's feudal samurai um, era because shoguns you're fighting and shit. Okay, and um, it uh, well, excuse me, um, it's tough. It is hard. There are so many hard bosses in that game because you can't just focus on their health. You have to focus on their posture and everything, and. When that game clicks, it's so good because you don't. Um, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay. I really have lost it. Like, I had a moment and then it just hit a wall, like in the game. I need to and... say something about Sekiro while you figure it out. Okay.
2: You
0: can. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Okay.
2: Sekiro. Sekiro, yeah, he's like, I've shown the game once, Feudal Japan. Again. But behind me there are freaking anime statues and shit. I'm a big weeb, so the Japan thing hit big for me. I'm like, this is going to be cool. It has some of the best moments in FromSoft Gaming. There's some boss fights in there that are real good, but I think the posturing in it and everything, I think how different it is from it is a great strength for it because you, I think it's one of the... How you said Bloodborne is a great starting place. I think Sekiro mm-hmm. would probably be a fantastic starting place for someone. Mm-hmm. You could get him in with the samurai thing, And then I think that gameplay is a lot easier for people who have played from things like DMC or Bayonetta action, big action games like that, Mm -hmm. to where they don't have to look at a stat sheet. They don't have to have a spreadsheet like I have for my Dark Souls build next to me. Mm -hmm. I think that makes that game really good.
1: Block attack. That's pretty much what I do. And I think it's more of a dance than any Souls game because you have to study their movements and if you block at any moment in time you can block any attack as long as it's not you know your stereotypical video game here's the red attack coming out of nowhere just dodge that but there's a way you can dodge it and build up their um posture meter and so the reason why I love that game so much is because um Oh my god! I really just—I'm so forgetful today. I, I, I don't want to get into the bad things of it before we gonna say be something
0: good about it. I'm going to be honest with you, Eric. This is not helping you.
1: I know this is not helping. I know this is not going to be like the top three. I, I will help with that. For me personally, it's number two, but I'm okay with okay. making it on this show like below, like number four. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, That's cool. All because, right. um. Oh, that's what it was. It fucking allows you to actually do stealth in a From game. Because really, like, in From games, like if you're, if you're walking around, all of a sudden, someone's like, oh, look, they're over there. It's like, damn it, I was trying to be stealthy, whereas in this no game, way, it's like, no I fucking, I, I fucking <laughs> disappeared. And, like, you can't find me, and I will go up, and I will stab you in the face. And you could do entire stealth runs. And that was something I've never had in a From game before, and that kind of gameplay was fun to do.
0: Yeah, but some might like, say that's the coward's way out.
1: Uh, my friend does. My friend is very much like, and when with Ghost of Tsushima, he was very much like samurai side, like yeah. honor, That'll everything. No, Whereas honor, me and Ghost, honor. I'm like, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I yeah. first, I, I first uh, started playing Ghost of Tsushima, and I was like, I'm going Ghost all the way. Oh yeah, And then I was like, way. no, I want that honor. Let's kick yeah, some yeah, ass I want the,
2: honor the honorable TV. way. Katana hole, all that. Now I'm with that. And I agree, I think that is a cool thing for it. I think that the whole parry mechanic is such a big change from the other games that it. if Bloodborne took you for a ride as a Dark Souls player, unless you're the guy who has mastered parrying, which there's probably five of them in the world who are really like, I made a parry build for Dark Souls. This game rocks your fucking shit. Like, you go through the first couple of bosses... And then you get to fucking uh, Lady Butterfly, because I took some weird-ass route and didn't hit her first. I hit her, like, fourth. And I'm like, this is fucking hard as shit. I can't do any of my normal shit. Like, so at least for a big um, boar, not boar, what was it? Uh, big cow, flaming cow, I could run around him.
1: <laughs> but with this, once you figure out the blocking patterns it's it's really easy. Like I've I finished Madam Butterfly on my second try because like the first time, I was having difficulty figuring out her attack moves. But once I figured it out, hmm. there it is, simple as pie. For but me, I it know
3: we're getting, getting a little getting long, long here.
1: Yeah. I know we're getting a little long here, so I do actually want to talk about the thing I want to talk about with like easy mode and from games. So I will I will admit right now, if we're going to do number one Bloodborne, number two Dark two, Souls, lift. three, number, uh, number three, we're doing Dark Souls one. Yeah, Four, Sekiro, five, Dark Souls 2. Mm-hmm. I am okay with that list. I am very much okay with that. I'm extremely um, happy
3: with
1: that list. Uh, so, um, yes, From Software deserve easy modes. Because these games are fantastic, and I would want everyone to be able to play it. So how you could do it, because I know this was one of the big things when Sekiro came out. Like, should this game get an easy mode? It is hard, but I think just because if someone can't do the challenge or for like accessibility features, like that shouldn't stop someone from playing these fantastic games because they are like right up there with Ocarina of Time for some people as like the best designed games ever made. And like everyone should be able to experience that. Like if you're a horror person, and if you love werewolves and shit, but you're not really good at video games, like you're not going to really be able to enjoy Bloodborne. So, like, you could literally, like, when you start the game, you can have the two modes like you can have this is the standard from software this is like this is it everything for those who have been playing it this is the mode go there nothing changes there but you can have like a i don't want to say easy mode but you can have a mode in the game where you can fix stuff like so if you want to make it to your health uh, is way higher than usual. or your attacks do way more damage. You can have that. Like stuff like that. like obviously, again, I'm not in game development, so I don't know how it would work with, you know, balancing everything, but I think it should have that. Like I, I thought about this for a long time because when like the first difficulty stuff came out, I was like, no way. Like I enjoy the game for like being difficult. And if it changed it at all, that would ruin the mode. And I'm like, no, that's that's a pretty weird way of looking at it. It's Everyone should be able to play this game. me having my mode and someone else having a bunch of meters to change how they can play, that doesn't take away from my thing whatsoever, but it will allow more people to play. and that's that should be what it's all about. So yes, second row from games should have an easy mode or better accessibility. So that's that's my thoughts.
2: It's Kay. That's so hard for me to um comment on that, because in one, your hand, you're completely correct. There should be an accessibility way and all that. But also, to me, it's such a big part of the Dark Souls mantra, and like, if you want to talk about good gaming to itself, I think to other gamers and to people who are not in it, they are kind of cruel, because we think of ourselves a bit higher because we've beaten these hard-ass games. Mm-hmm. But well, the minute you get the, they just say, get good. There's a reason why that's the statement of dark souls. How do you beat the boss? I, you get good. I
1: will admit with you, like get good has become a thing of itself, like a parody of itself. Like there are some people, like I think get good is like a really good philosophy for me. It's like, like it's going to be, it's going to be tough. There's going to be tough moments in your life you're Like or this game. You're going to mm-hmm. have a tough moment. Just get good. Like, Keep fighting. Keep going. Keep working at it. You're gonna get there. Get good. Now there are people that take the "good good" mantra and be dicks on the internet, and that's terrible. Yeah. But um. But I I like get good. It's a fun thing to say. Like my buddy and I always use get good with each other all the time, Same. and it, it's am. a fun thing.
2: And I think to me that
1: like is whatever we
2: report. just for me, that's such a core part of. Uh this from soft gaming and why i love it so much is that there's such hard challenges that you have to to be able to enjoy it i think a part of it is the despair the and the the hardness of it because it takes you to such the brink of breaking but then the release of finally beating it is so extreme and so like i've done it now i've conquered this beast
1: like I said, like if you just have that normal mode, that doesn't take away. Like some people literally probably cannot use a controller. So they cannot play the game. So having accessibility features and allowing them to play the game should be what I'm, I'm not saying that.
2: I do think accessibility features. Fantastic. Have them be able to use the adaptive controllers, all those kind of things, meters, all that. I do think it should stay to that though, and not be a direct Here's hard mode, and this is how in an easy mode, normal mode. I do not think it should be like picking my doom. How how what level do I want for my doom playthrough? No,
1: I'm not saying I don't want to
2: have literally... hard mode level. No, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying I yeah, think it should like, stick to
1: that. You could have one mode then. Like if you start the game, you start it up, but like when you go into options, mm-hmm. you can change accessibility stuff if you want to, like oh, I did with select. I,
2: yeah, no I, I 100% agree with that. I don't think though it should ever go to easy medium hard
1: nightmare. Oh, no, I'm I'm not saying that I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm I'm saying like you would have your like you you brought up a good idea like I thought like when you get on the main menu you'll see all right, here's the normal standard from mode that you've expected from all of us and here's like another option you can go to easy. Like you can change that. You can make it different. You can go into the game and like start it up like normal, but in the options there are so many accessibility features that you can have, and change that up however you want. So it wouldn't take away okay. anything from you.
2: No, no, and I agree with that. I think that's I think that's a good way to be able to do that instead of doing modes, because I think modes would take something truly away from the Soulsborne games. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what the, we love these games. Um, we've ranked them. We've loved them. We've made Eric sit here for an hour, two hours now, and listen to us ramble on.
0: Not Eric Rubin.
2: but they Rubin. Sorry, I, I, my brain is melting. Okay. I have not eaten all day. I'm thinking about Taco Bell.
0: Okay, so before we go, the ranking that we have right now is number one, Dark Souls 3. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Bloodborne. Correct? Uh, yeah. Then Dark Souls 3. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Dark Soul Souls 1. one uh-huh. And then... Sekiro. Uh, Sekiro. Sekiro, and then at the bottom of the list is Dark Souls Two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Dark Souls Two is not even really a Dark Souls game, apparently.
1: Yeah. No. I I really <laughs> am excited for you to try these games, Ruben. Like, let us know when you're going to play them. Like, I will, we will watch you fucking stream or whatever. And... Again,
0: first game I'm going to play is I'm sorry, it's going to have to be Demon Souls.
1: Okay, there's no problem with that. There ain't okay. No problem. Right. There ain't no problem. Right. Okay, I'm
0: just letting you know. Okay, well, thank you, gentlemen, for giving me some wise input into the From Software games, and mm-hmm. I, I think I've learned a lot about placenta demons with wings. Hell uh, yeah! Giant wolf uh, attacking people mm-hmm. with swords. <laughs> yeah, yep. That's actually trying to save you by killing you. As so, a uh, yeah, my brain just broke just saying that sentence um where could people find you before we go
1: well i'm in this room right now if you wanted to find me
0: well yeah eric i meant on social media
1: uh (laughs) (laughs) hold on miyazaki is still in the closet (laughs) i can't get him out um uh again on twitter yeah okay it's pretty much where it is
2: and ryan what about you Find me mean, at Ryan the Lion three zero five five on all social media platforms.
0: Okay, and um, I've been on the Twitter lately, and I've been tweeting some good wow. stuff. I think I, I like the things. I
1: like the young people. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Pen Conquest, and everything else is Penultimate Conquest. Um, thank you once again, gentlemen, for and inf- giving me wise insight. I will see you guys uh, probably tomorrow to discuss Spider-Man Remastered and that. Are we, do, are we
1: doing that tomorrow? Yeah. I thought it was tonight. Oh,
0: no, we're not doing that no. tonight.
1: Okay. Oh, God. Y'all ain't going like to <laughs> like what I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, we'll see you guys next time.
1: Have a good night. Bye.
3: Bye.